it's Becca. And it's Pops. And it's Stories in Color. How y'all doing today? We here. Gonna enjoy y'all. Hopefully y'all enjoy us. You know, we're gonna read a couple of stories. These stories is catered upon children of color. Correct, Rebecca? Yeah. Cool, cool. So what books we gonna read today? We're gonna read a couple books for y'all today. So let's jump so into So first it. we're gonna read The Hat Seller and the Monkeys. Who is this by? By, by It looks like Wage Dianke. Diakite. Baba Wage Diakite. In both of our books, we have the Magic Gourd. We have that. It's by him, too. We have um, the Hat Seller and the Monkeys and the Magic Gourd. All right. So let's start. So we're starting with the Hat Seller and the Monkey. Bamasa, the hat seller, was a joyful man. He traveled from town to town selling hats, which he piled high on his head. He, Manam Neen called Kadi, said, he sang, which means, what a wonderful business hat selling is. Mm, beautiful picture. Since he was a little boy, Bamasa, Bamasa sold, made, and sold hats. His grandparents and his own parents were hat makers, and they taught him to do this at a young age. After each harvest, the whole family would venture out to the fields to collect the rice stalks from which they made wide-brimmed brimmed debris hats hats to sell. During the rainy season, they embroidered 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 close-fitting fagulin caps with and intricate patterns of brightly colored threads. Through his joyful spirit and hard work, Bamasa had become well, very well known in the neighborhood. Neighbor, neighboring towns. Wherever he arrived with his hats piled, piled high on his head, children would follow him and sing along as he sang his favorite song. He, manan ninkodakadi se. He, manan ninkodakadi se. He. Man, man, ni, ko, kadise. This is a story of help, but must have learned an important secret of success. Important secret, what? Uh, for success. One day, Bamasa heard that a great festival was. T- 
to take place in a neighboring town. There he could sell more hats than he ever sold before. He spent many days making hats for this event. To get to the festival by evening, he began his journey in the early morning. But he was such in a hurry, such in such a hurry, he did not eat any breakfast. Halfway to town, Ramasa grew so tired and hungry he had to stop and rest on a shady mango tree. He unloaded the hats from the top of his head and put them on the ground next to him. Then he covered his face. With one as a blind, blind shade to keep the sun from his eyes, but Masa soon fell asleep and began to snore loudly. Kurt, Kurt, little did Masa know that the fruit from his tree attacked the track. But Masa knew, little did Masa know that the fruit from his tree attracted monkeys. But Masa snoring alerted them to his company. As usual, monkeys are very curious and smart. And they crept down from the tree. Yoli, yoli, yoli! Quietly, 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 and sneaked down around the masa, being attracted to the colorful hats. Each monkey selected one. Then they climbed back up the tree and. Imitated Mamasa covering their faces and snoring. Curry T T T. Curry T T T. I'm trying to act like he's snoring. <laughs> Soon Mamasa awoke from his sleep, rested but hungry. Eager to continue his journey. Eager to continue his journey, he looked for his hat. But where? But where were they? Had they been stolen? Fran, 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 Tickly, Vamasa mm-hmm. called for help. He, Manin, he, Manin, he cried out. <laughs> when the monkey heard this, they answered him, Hoo, 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 hoo. Masa looked up and realized what had happened, but he was so hungry he could not think clearly. What he he could not think clearly what to do. He raised his arms in the air. Teachot, teachot, teachot! He yelled as the monkey the monkey stared down at him and replied. Who, who, who? 
shaking their arms wildly. Vamasa threw a dead branch at them, hoping to scare them off. But the monkeys rallied threw leaves at him in return. Vamasa picked up a stone and threw it into then Bamasa picked up a stone and threw it up into the tree. The monkeys picked mangoes and threw them down at Bamasa. The monkeys off the hook and they took his hat. Yeah. <laughs> By this time, Bamasa was framed with hunger. And so he collected the fruit and sat down to eat. He ate until his stomach was full. Now Bamasa could think clearly. Now he knew what he must do. He removed the only hat he had left from his head and shook it up in the air to the monkey. At, in the air at the monkey shouting, He... Manum, he manum. All the monkeys did the same, grabbing their hats, their heads, howling, hoo, 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 hoo. But Masa dropped his hat, top to the ground. And all the monkeys dropped their hats, top, 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 top. Because mm. they, 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 they was mimicking them. So he was like, I'm going to get him to drop the hats down here. Without losing a second, Bamasa collected all his hats, stacked them, them back on top of his head, and rushed to his destination. destination. He arrived not a moment too soon. So great, so great was Mamasa's happiness from his recent luck that his spirit of goodwill helped see, see all, sell all of his hats. And so it was that Mamasa learned from the monkeys. It was a full stomach that one thinks best. For an empty satchel cannot stand. An empty satchel. satchel so a satchel is like a bag. An empty backpack. Let's think of a backpack. Can an empty backpack stand up? No. Mm. So you got to move when you're full. So that's what he did. He didn't come up with his idea until he was full. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a pretty interesting story. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, all right, I'm going to read The Magic Gourd, and it's by that same author, uh, Baba Wage Diakite. So let's see what's up with The Magic Gourd. Ooh, they got my man. They got the rabbit in here. All right, it all began when the sun refused to allow the clouds to gather, and there was no rain. First came drought. Then came famine. Everybody was hungry. And it was then that Brother Rabbit wandered around the parched countryside. 
searching for wild roots to feed his starving family. As he walked, he sang, Feaku, Feaku, Wadasa Kunte. Luck will come, life will be good. <sighs> Suddenly, Rabbit was interrupted by a little sweet voice that called out, Dogozan, Dogozan, rescue me from this thorny bush. My arms are being poked and scratched. Help me, and I will pay you well. Rabbit was busy, but he still stopped. I will help simply to avoid seeing my brother suffer, said Rabbit. Gently, he lowered his hand between the thorny branches and saved the green chameleon. As Rabbit turned to leave, chameleon called out to him once again. Dogozan, don't go yet. Would you mind getting my gourd from the bush too? A gourd? cried Brother Rabbit. You want me to scratch myself again for a little gourd? Please, Dogozan, begged Chameleon. I will reward you well. Again, Rabbit's kind jester got the best of him, and he bent into the thorny bush and rummaged around. Rabbit brought out a beautifully decorated gourd and handed it to Chameleon. But Chameleon just said, keep it. It's your reward. It's an empty gourd. Rabbit cried. It's not just an empty gourd, Chameleon replied. It's magic. Eoki, cried Rabbit. A magic gourd? Oh, yes, says Chameleon. Watch this. Magic gourd? Fill yourself up with insects. Brother Rabbit watched in amazement as Chameleon licked up a bowl full of insects. Why are you giving me such a valuable gift, Rabbit asked. You were kind to me, Brother Rabbit, Chameleon said. Besides, I have my own secret for catching insects. And he quickly unrolled his long tongue for Rabbit to admire. Rabbit thanked Brother Chameleon and rushed him with his gourd. As soon as he arrived, his entire family eagerly gathered around. An empty gourd, they all gasped in disbelief. It's not just an empty gourd, said Brother Rabbit. It's a magic gourd. Watch this. Magic gourd, he said. Fill yourself up with carrots. To their astonishment, the gourd magically filled with carrots. Happily, they ate them all. Magic gourd? Fill yourself up with couscous, he said. Again, they ate until they were satisfied. Magic gourd, fill yourself up with water. And they drank deeply. Mm. Mm. Yeah. From that day on, Brother Rabbit's family drank and ate well. But as much as they wanted to keep the magic gourd a family secret... They could also not sit and watch friends and neighbors suffer. So they invited them to share their meals every day. And this is how word floated around from one another until it came to the house of Mansa Jugu, the greedy king. <laughs> one day, the greedy king and his soldiers broke into Rabbit's compound and forced the little gourd away from him. Now, with the magic gourd in his possession, Masajugu sat day and night, commanding the little gourd to fill and refill with more and more gold. Yes, little one.
Alright, in a little bit. Meanwhile, unable to get the magic gourd back, Rabbit returned once again to his poor life, scourging for wild roots to feed his hungry family. Despite the hardships for the moment, he still had courage to sing, Feyaku, Feyaku, Warasakunte. Luck will come, life will be good. One day, while hunting for roots, Rabbit heard his name being called again. Dogozan, Dogozan. Recognizing the sweet little voice, he turned and looked in all directions. Slowly, the chameleon came into view right next to him on a sparkling green rock. Dogozan, what has happened to you, cried chameleon? You look skinny and pathetic. Rabbit told him about the greedy king who took, who stole the gourd. Again, Brother Chameleon offered a gift to Brother Rabbit. This time, it was the beautiful crystal rock he had been standing on. What is this, Brother Chameleon? asked Rabbit. This is just a fada, a little rock. As soon as the words came out of his mouth, the rock leapt into the air and bounced off his head. Ee-hee, fada, cried Rabbit. Stop, stop. Again, the rock knocked his head. Excuse me, Dogozan, said the command. You must call him by his name, Faraba. With that, the rock dropped silently to the ground. Rabbit thanked Chameleon for his unusual gift and returned home. Did he bring you up? Let's see how this works. The next day, Brother Rabbit rolled the rock in a fresh shield leaf and walked to the king's palace. I have brought you a mysterious gift, your majesty, said Brother Rabbit. Aha, Mundum, what is it, said the king anxiously. Rabbit slowly unrolled the rock from the shield leaf and showed it to Masa Jubu. Each paraduran, said the king, a simple rock. And with that, the little rock began ricocheting off the head of the king. Ah, dog, ah, dog, stop this rock, cried the king. But no one could capture it. All day and all night, the little rock played music on the heads of the king and his soldiers. The annoyance, the annoyance continued and the king became troubled. Masa Jugu was finally forced to call on Rabbit for help. <laughs> Look, they busting them wide open. They're robbing Cleverly, Brother Rabbit demanded his little gourd back first. You may take all the gold, but leave me the gourd, said the greedy king. But the gourd was a gift to me, replied Rabbit. Then take all my food from my royal storage bins, but leave me the gourd, cried the annoyed king. Edusuda, let us bargain, counter rabbit. My little gourd is my prize. The king angrily shouted, Uta, Uta, take it all. Take the food, the gold, and the little gourd. Rabbit took the gourd, but he left the gold and the food behind. And before he turned to flee, he shouted, Faraba. Calmly, the rock dropped into rabbit's hand. <clears throat> Rabbit got him. Fearing revenge from the king, Rabbit's family escaped to the country to join their faithful friend Chameleon. From Chameleon's great lessons and disguises, Brother Rabbit learned the skill of hiding in the bush. Today, 
Dogozan and his family are masters at going undetected. No one, one could be hiding in your backyard right now. Masajugu, the greedy king, and his soldiers felt embarrassed. Felt embarrassed by their defeat at the hand of a rabbit and small rock. The king could not believe that in this moment of weakness, he had given away the wealth of his kingdom. Exhausted and angry, the king sat down to eat before pursuing Brother Rabbit for revenge. Upon opening his storage bins, he was surprised to discover that all of his food and wealth had remained. Come eat, he called to his soldiers and servants. Let us appreciate what we have been given. From this final kind act of rabbit, the greedy king, Masajugu, began to learn the importance of generosity and friendship. As for Rabbit and Chameleon, they have always understood that loyal friends are the true treasures that make one rich. And for their many good deeds, all sang a song of praise to Rabbit and Chameleon. The mm, mm. That was good back then. Yeah, I enjoyed was both so of those. Nice. So, so what did you like about this story? Because like the gourd had a filled with carrots. Oh, I filled up with yeah. carrots. Mm. And couscous and water. Mm, yeah, that would be good. Now, I like how they learned about generosity, you know. And even Masa Jugu, the, the greedy king, did rabbit dirty. He still looked out for him like, you know what? All I want is my gourd. You can have your yeah. gold and your food. And I like the uh, rabbit. I like the uh, chameleon. Mm, you like both of those? Cool, cool. Well, this is our first episode, Rebecca. I enjoyed doing this, and we'll have a lot more books that we're reading about children of color and people of color and just celebrating us. So we thank you. Thank you. Have a good evening. Bye.